0: All right, I wanna to talk to the kids for a few minutes before it's time for Children's Church. So I wanna ask you kids, if I was packing up to go somewhere and you saw me put on this bag, it's about this size, can you see me now? You would guess that maybe I'm gonna go out the door for how about how long? Maybe in a couple hours, a day? can't fit very much in here not even a water bottle so not going to be gone too long all right what about what about this if you watch me go out the door with this thing what might you guess how long would i be gone let me see a hand okay let me see yeah how long would i be gone what do you think what do you think yeah yeah, maybe a couple of days. Is that what you guys were gonna guess, a couple of days? Or if I'm really clever, maybe a whole week I can fit in this bag, right? Done it, done that. <laughs> yes, so you'd be thinking, all right, now have you ever seen one of those old-fashioned trunks? Maybe like in a, in, a, in a movie or something like that, people used to pack like a big old trunk, like this big, right? And they could fit all kinds of things in it. So if I was dragging a trunk, I don't have one, so I couldn't carry it with me today. If I was dragging a trunk behind me, what would you guess, how, my, how long could I be gone with such a thing like that? What do you think, Adela? Two weeks? Yeah. Yeah, or maybe even like a whole year, right, if I had washer and dryer, right, where I was going. Okay, and then if you saw me pulling through the parking lot, driving one of those big old U-Haul trucks, those kinds of things where you can fit a mattress or two, couches, dining tables, what would you guess about how long I was going to maybe be gone? What do you think, Ron? What do you say? Not coming back. back. (laughs) I could be gone. Yeah, that might be a sign that I'm moving. Like I could be gone for years because I would have all my stuff with me, right? So we see like a little pattern here, right? Small bag for a short trip. Medium-sized bag for like a medium-length trip. We are something really big for a super long trip, maybe a... Like, I'm not coming back to Tallahassee kind of trip, right? Okay, so you see the pattern. So what about this, right? What about if I stretch out that timeline to eternity, forever? That's a long time. Can you, can you think of what size bag or truck I'm going to need for that? Can you picture something that size? Any guesses? What do you think? A million trucks. Maybe so. I'm gonna need, I'm I'm gonna have to reserve those U hauls like 20 years in advance, okay? So, yeah, that's a great guess. So, here's the funny thing this pattern that we just noticed small for short, medium for a medium length, that pattern doesn't work. We flip that pattern upside down because for the longest, longest amount of time, forever, ever, I need this much stuff. Nothing, nothing. So for the longest amount of time away, you can take absolutely nothing with you. Isn't that kind of funny? It almost sounds like a riddle. Okay, so today we heard Jesus tell a story about a man that we call a rich fool. That is a very nice name for a story. How many of you want to go down in history remembered as a fool, right? He's like, well, I was rich though, right? So a rich fool. All right, I want you to imagine what it was like for the man in this story he was already pretty rich. And in the course of this story, we see him getting richer. We get to watch him becoming super duper rich, right? So he started out, he seems like he's pretty quite happy with all of his stuff. And then he's getting more, right? So all his business is going really well. He has more and more and more. It's like, oh my goodness, I don't know what to do with all this stuff. Everything's going great. So what does he decide to do? He decides to Tear down all the storage sheds he has where he puts his stuff where he holds his wealth So he can build even bigger ones so that he can hold all of this wealth Now maybe his neighbors looked at him and were like that guy is so successful and he's so smart too. What good planning that is He's he's figuring out a way to manage all his wealth. The adults are probably like well done so shrewd, right? (laughs) So he had to make big plans to figure out how he could manage all of this stacks on stacks on stacks of stuff, okay? And he was working hard to store up all that stuff for himself, and I bet you as he's doing it, I mean, this is hard work to, to tear down and to rebuild and to store all that stuff. I mean, he's working hard. He's probably just imagining what it will be like when he's done. What is it going to be be like just to sit here and survey all that I own? These huge sheds, climbing up to the top, top to the sky, just full of stuff that is mine, mine, mine. He's probably thinking about what what an awesome life he's going to live once that happens. Maybe he's imagining sitting in the shade of those huge storage sheds, full of all of his wealth, propping his feet up, drinking a cold glass of lemonade. Right? Maybe he's maybe he's thinking about how he'll just sit there, uh, re- retiring early. He's not going to have to worry about having enough. He's going to have plenty for a long time. He could live off of that stuff for maybe 30 years, right? So he's thinking maybe it's sweet. I'm just going to relax at the beach for for a long time. I'll be done working. But who is listening? He's in for a big shock. Do you know what this big shock was? What did he find out? And this story that Jesus is telling about this man, what does the man find out as soon as he builds up all of this wealth for himself? Does any kid in here remember? I I know Jamal was listening this morning. Anybody else? He finds out that this is his last night on planet Earth. This is it. This is going to be his last night. So I want you to pause the story right here. Imagine that. He's sitting there looking at these big old sheds, just imagining, oh, the future's looking bright for me. Mine, all mine. I'm gonna be so comfortable and so happy. Now, pause in that moment when he finds out this is it. This is your last day. You won't live another day to enjoy any of that. Now, kids, right where you are, you don't have to call it an answer, but I do want you to show me with your face how you think he might have reacted to that news. Show me with your face. Oh, I'm seeing a lot of shock. Big eyes. People look really scared. Yeah, right? Anybody think he just felt like this? Oh, what a fool I am. What about that? Yeah, I wonder if he felt like such a fool. This stuff that he's so proud of, this stuff that makes him so happy now, he's not going to live another day to see it. All right. Maybe he's thinking, I'm going to spend forever Without all the stuff that I love, this is all that I've cared about. And now I'm going I'm to have to spend forever without it. Oh, uh, if only he would have realized you can't take it with you, right? So now I want you to imagine the next day, okay? Now, Jesus doesn't tell us this story so so slowly that we can really picture all these moments, but that's what's so great about us, going back and imagining what Jesus was describing. Imagine the next day, right? This man is gone he's gone. Where's his stuff? Still there. You picturing it? Those huge storage sheds? Maybe that empty reclining chair that he'd set right there for himself thinking I'll be sitting in the shade sipping that lemonade all for 30 years. It's just sitting there, right? Just rotting in the sun, right? Nobody enjoying it. So what good is it doing him now, right? What a waste, what a waste of all that planning, a waste of all that building and all that storing, right? So I guess we know now why he was called a fool. A wise person knows you can't take it with you. So say that to your neighbor, you can't take it with you. I guess the rich fool didn't understand that, right? So he didn't understand that our lives can change in an instant, right? Can you snap your finger? In an instant, our lives can change that fast. Right, so only the things of God are going to last forever. But his problem was more than just not understanding, right? And with his mind, he had a problem with his heart. And I think that's what Jesus was really interested in telling us this story so that we would understand the problem in his heart. See, what was going on in his heart, right? We see him spending all this time working to get more and more, and he made it his delight to store up treasures for himself on earth. You can imagine how his heart his heart is fixed. It's like a love, like I love this idea for my life. I love this stuff and I love the way that this stuff is gonna make me feel and I'm so sure it will make me feel that way. I'm so sure that this stuff is gonna give me the kind of future that I want. So Jesus told us this story to warn us about greed Right? Greed. This is a sickness in this man's heart and it's in our hearts too. And it's in the hearts of rich people and poor people alike. Greed is a sickness that can get into all of our hearts. And so Jesus' story today warns us about loving things too much. About storing things up for ourselves rather than being rich toward God. So we're going to talk more about that today in in your time in children's church. What does it mean to be rich toward God. What's the antidote for greed? What's the how do we get how do we get um, well from that kind of disease? Being rich toward God, learning generosity, because Jesus said life is so much more than the abundance of our possessions. Okay, so let me pray for you guys as you go out. Jesus, we believe you. Um, when you say that life is so much more than the abundance of our possessions, you told us that you came so that we could have life to the fullest. And we wanna know what that looks like. In our, our world, we they've got it upside down. We think that we can just have all this stuff surrounding us and that's gonna be the ticket to our happiness. That's gonna be the ticket to us feeling secure and well taken care of. But Lord, you have a different way for us. So teach us today, Lord, teach us to, to watch out for all kinds of greed that sneak up in our hearts Um, Help us to know you and to love you with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength. In your name we pray. Amen.